Roger, I tested out that T-Rex Soulmate acoustic. Oh yeah, I think it's pretty badass. It's all analog. What is it? Which T-Rex? T-Rex Soulmate acoustic. It's that that one thing that I was talking about that does right. it all. It, it's it's an analog. And it's well built. Well Multi built. effect. It's solid. But it's all it's all meant for an acoustic instrument, just like all the other bags is <laughs> for acoustic. But but how does its verb compare with the bag's verb? The bag's verb is is better, to be honest. But like, because the bag's verb is kind of magical. It's not bad at all. Yeah. Yeah. But the like, Erler bags is the best thing on the market, so it's kind of hard to compare anything to that. Yeah. But you know, what are you for like five hundred bucks? You're getting. I'm getting everything. Like delays. I'm and, getting you know, delay, reverb, looper, tuner, uh, DI, EQ. And is that released already? It is. I bought it. <laughs> it came in last week. Oh. Yeah, I had it delivered to the store. <laughs> so. Oh, you should bring it I'm up. I'm playing it. Yeah, let's bring it up next week. Yeah. <clears throat> next week, get Calais sampling the T-Rex. Was it Soul Acoustic? What's it called? It's the T-Rex Soulmate Acoustic. Soulmate Acoustic. They have one for electric guitar, but uh, I was looking for something that's more uh, tour friendly. Yeah. Travel friendly. Just one thing. Just in, out. You can go stereo, L and R. Yeah, I mean, there was something about the convenience of those, like, boss, you know, type of pedals, but they just weren't bringing it with, the, no. especially for acoustic. Because they weren't meant for an acoustic. Before, yeah. like, what they were, I mean... Well, the sure. boss pedals are really good. Yeah, I mean, I used it for like ten years. <laughs> yeah, what the ME seventy seventy? Yeah, it's like oh, literally like mine's is falling apart. I got screws missing from it, but like, it, it I have a decade of like tweaking on it, and I know how to use it. So you've been, um, I guess, playing with the T Rex now, and it has amp simulators and all that jazz too. Actually, no, no amp sim simulators is just all the essentials that you need. EQ. So it's just an analog. Yeah. Multi effect. Yeah, and you 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 can't save any settings. So every time you you sound check, you got to make sure everything's oh, dialed in correctly. I like that. Which yeah. is good. It's more. It's almost like having a multi. I mean, having a bunch of different pedals, but yeah. Exactly, yeah. and and it's like it doesn't alter your tone at all, which I love. Yeah, you know, and the only thing is, I'm I'm trying to figure out what settings on the EQ um, work best because you you have um, high mids and lows, but then you can choose what type of high frequency you want, and you can in increase it by a few dB or lower it. It's it's like from recording different different people like you know you guys back in the years um with different pedals like coming to mind like chris fuchigami and like the problem with a lot of the like boss and line six multi-effect units is the line noise that they bring in you know and when you when it comes to like recording it's just kind of like oh man that sucks <laughs> yeah so i mean yeah to to keep your chain as clean as possible and still get those sounds that's the goal yeah i'm still learning how to use it there's like a, a feature that i never had on any of my other pedals because it comes with your gain you know for your instrument so that's like your your um your incoming signal volume and then you got the uh the output volume so i'm still trying to figure you know how far can i push it before it starts to hiss <laughs> right yeah like well, we'll check it out next week. <laughs> Don't touch those buttons. The what's, wrong ones. what's your uh, <laughs> setup for the for the tour? Just straight plugging in, or DI? Oh, so that was before and after the tour. I'd just be straight plugging. Straight <laughs> plugging. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just joking. Mickey's gonna kill me if she ever understands what I. Oh, what I, I don't even understand what you. <laughs> I, I, I got it. I got it, but I wasn't sure <laughs> if that's. What... Um. I was gonna buy the same pedal after trying it on at this store. It's you should press it. You should How try originals. it out. <laughs> but like, oh, that's a nice one. I think I'm gonna get that for myself too. Thank you. I mean, come on, guys. Like we, 
we we have Mike Love, and you guys are just taking the easy road. <laughs> well, how about starting to build your three yeah. level? <laughs> the only thing that's difficult Four about level. this pedal is the looper, because like you can't control loop volume. So what is actually good for a musician? Because you get to practice being dynamic. So you want mm-hmm. that loop to be slightly softer than then you know you when you're playing. Start in with so it. you gotta you gotta kind of lay back a little bit. Oh, that's that's but smart. You can still stop it and then replay it, and then I like that better because the problem with like I hate that drop off with when you loop and then you know it starts the loop and then you lose like a lot of the volume because you What's have good its level is, like, lower. That one's always consistent. It's gonna be the same volume no matter what. So it's like if you do need to record, you just roll off on your your volume in yeah. your guitar, right? And then after you finish the loop, just crank it back up and you can. Yeah, you oh, could do. You that. could adjust from there too, but like using just the dynamics, like he was saying, like if you if you wanna um, if you want your rhythm track to be more in the background, then you gotta mm-hmm. play that way. Yeah, and even the boost, if you wanna boost yourself up above the loop level, you can do that as well. And even the compression on there sounds pretty good. I yeah, hate sound compression. Generic. It's, it sounds natural, <laughs> to be honest. It just, like, kind of, op- like, rounds everything up slightly. Yeah. yeah, it's great. No, I mean, really good compression is a beautiful thing. It's just, there's a lot of, kind of, um, not as good compression, you know? Yeah, because most compression is million, meant for, like, a lot electric, of electric. Yeah. So you hear that, like, that that real, it's almost like there's like a, a filter on there, like a noise gate. Sometimes you need to play and it kind of brings it back. And this one is like, it's still dynamic. And it's it's really responsive too. There's the the best yeah. compressors though, you don't get any of that swell or that like, oh, you know, where it's that. just like no attack and it's just like weird. It's like, what's going on here? Because Although there is like something for like those funk rhythm chord type things, just super over compressed, just... It's kind of like the sound that you want, right? If you're if you're playing that kind of music, I mean, like that. the Wolfpack compressor, <laughs> like you can you can dial that in. Oh yeah. If you guys are looking for a, a plug-in um, or a good band, Wolfpack. <laughs> Wolfpack. If you want to get funky, <laughs> but you know, we come back each week. Partying with the finest ukes. And this week we've got some nice koalas. Get some what a koalas. treat. This is, this is rare to have not not only two koalas, but three. The other one's a baritone, but it's still great. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not a tenor, but, you know, we'll make it work Dude, for all you baritone, baritone players. So with the two tenors... One has a cedar top, one has a spruce top, but they both are from the same billet of koa for the sides and back. Um, satin deluxe models, uh, slot head, exact, exact instruments, but one has a cedar top and one has a spruce top. So you'll be able to file away another data point for spruce versus cedar here. And the and finish the, is nice too. Yeah. It's, it's like a semi gloss. Love that. I love semi gloss finishes. I kind of want to hear uh, Chuck Moore in a satin finish. See oh. how how different oh, yeah. it would sound. Me too. I've never seen one. That'd be pretty interesting. Like even like when um, Koloha did their semi gloss finishes, those are pretty nice too. Yeah, they don't nice do the pikakis anymore. Mm. Oh, they're not. Did discontinue them? I think it was because their OPR. production was. Their production team is short, hmm. short-staffed. You know, they they can barely reach the machines and. Wow. <laughs> oh. no, but yeah, it was due to short staff. They don't have enough people to, to, produce it. That's why they stopped the mango line and the mahogany line. Short staff. They just can't reach the the levers. And <laughs> They're still taller than me. <laughs> I hope Alan, Alan Okami doesn't watch this. He's like, oh, Corey making fun of my height again. Starting to sweat. I can feel my. 
my moisture. <laughs> <laughs> we should bring back those um, Gatsby ice wipes from oh, Japan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, those things are amazing. They even have the powdered ones so that if you do get hot, if you don't get all shiny too fast. Oh, that's good. I need a whole bag of that. <laughs> you just get like the papers that they put in soups and stuff to soak up the oil. Yeah, let's put it on my face. Okay, so we have two fresh Ko'olau Deluxe Tenors. <clears throat> uh, we're going to start with the cedar top model first. We got pretty standard stuff here. Very nice. It's the Ko'olau. deluxe shape, which is the original Ko'olau shape and like what Abe Lagrimas mm. and Lyle Ritz and the legends. Chino Montero and all of It's the iconic. Yeah, that's, that's the iconic shape right there. And um, just standard, um, no radius, just like how they were back in 1996 when we first started That's making awesome. them for years. I like flat Ebony fretboards. Binding. I do. T- I like these, you know. I mean, I, I like their CS models too, but I don't know. For me, it's like it doesn't, it's not the difference in whether I like an instrument. That's for sure. Yeah. Because we, like we like every Koala that comes in and it's like we're not making stuff up or trying to build up colas it's the truth honestly yeah. like i wish noah wasn't my brother so i could like it wouldn't seem so biased because like i mean you know yeah people are gonna be stuff like yeah, is so good of course you're gonna pick up cola. right exactly yeah, there's no legitimate andrew did finishing a cola for 10 years no but i can't even look at the progress of, of noah from the time that you know i was building with him to like how just Find flaws in them now, and, you know. but also they're lighter than ever. Yeah, you this know. thing is just handling the yeah, in every way, holding it like this, just you know, rubbing it. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh I'm sorry. Gloss finish. Sorry. You get <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna so do a French uh, polish on it. <laughs> just. <laughs> oh no! This is the. Polynesian the poly Japanese finish <laughs> so I the um, Cuban mahogany tenor I had ended up being gloss yeah cause, um, cause it didn't just, uh, Noah Campbell did that for he you? gave me the Polynesian finish <laughs> it was, it was uh, what was that mother's the car whatever the wax car wax. car wax I showed it to Ryan and he was like Get that out of here. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Uh, don't you ever do that. <laughs> it looks nice, though. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Noah had pretty much the same reaction. He's like, yeah. Get out. Get out Get out of here. <laughs> when you look at, like, Ryan's gloss finish, it's like, and then what that, because the thing is with the satin, there's, like, a little bit of a dulling agent that's, like, put in that um, final coat and stuff. So you're never going to have as pristine of a transparent gloss as a one that's made for gloss. But yeah. there's something to be said about the satin and um, maybe look, but I don't really, I mean, it's more feel like it's, there's, there's just a nice natural feel to it. Yeah. And um, I mean, it's some of the best satin finish instruments I've ever felt. It's really soft. It's like. Reminds me a lot of Kanilea's Baby silk butt. finish, oh. but but lighter, not as thick. Those well, feel good too. Butt. <laughs> <laughs> nah, not that soft. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> All right, let's take a listen. But uh, yeah, pretty standard ebony binding fretboard bridge, faceplate, nice. Uh, Super cool looking koa. What's the model number on these again? Fifty-one fifty or something? The the, the gold tones. Very smooth. Anyways, enough of my ramble. My rambling. Um, let's do a classic.
like when an instrument can sound like that with an all nylon high G set, you know, it's like, wow, that's because like, what more do you the, need? I mean, like that set is just baseline. It's, it's yeah about as, you know, I mean, I always plain. felt that like if it can sound good with the high G, you know, that's a good thing that it's going to sound good with a low G. Yeah, it's, and then if it sounds good with just, you know, stock mm. nylon string set. Then you know if you want more pizzazz, the fluorocarbons are going to give yeah. you that. They're going to give and you some more sustain. But it's like it's all there already, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like a comparison between like right now, there's the the titaniums or the the alohi strings on here, mm-hmm. and it's a, a a set of strings that are higher in density, so you can get more of the like if you want a brighter sound. Um, that's what you get with these strings. But then there's still a good level of uh, bass response, low end response. Yeah. And if you wanted, like, if you don't want to go the route of fluorocarbon strings, where I, I know a few people think it's too bright. I think there's still a monofilament, you know, and it's uh, a little bit closer in brightness compared to the Pro Art set, right? Yeah, it is. And, and for a, a good contrast, like, if you need like a softer string um, or a softer overall mellow sound you just use the the pro, the pro art, art or, the, yeah. Yeah. or mahana from and it's like, yeah to me if you you want to stay on the on the basic side which i tend to do i'm a pretty basic dude um those two types of strings is all you really need because if you want more life out of the instrument and you want more brightness and sustain you just switch back to the the titaniums or something. Like you've gone through your stages where you're using fluorocarbons on your. It depends yeah. on the instrument too. If I had to narrow like. it down, I could stick with these two strings and just be be happy. They sound, they record well. Um, they sound good live. So, um, I mean, I, I still like fluorocarbons, but I always find myself going back to something like this. Just <laughs> so yeah. now we have. Uh, the pretty much identical instrument but in a spruce top so if you flip it around there you'll see that that uh you know maybe maybe you want to buy the pair and a, yeah which one which one you want to put low g in. yeah exactly i was about to say that if i could i would buy the pair <laughs> yeah yeah right <laughs> buy yeah. two and we'll give you a free tuner <laughs> Free Oahu tuning and, and polished pops. Pack, uh, what do you call it? Packs of strings. Yeah. Extra <laughs> strings? Why not? We'll throw in the Mahanas. We'll throw in the, we'll the Loji. <laughs> People will be like, oh, I thought it was free. Oh. Just kidding. Yeah. Well, you're right on that. The tuner and the strings are, not the ukulele. <laughs> oh. It's uh, gold hardware on, he- on here instead of, uh, instead of the chrome. But doesn't take away from the instrument at all what, what kind, kind of, of spruce, spruce is this <laughs> see we <laughs> great minds think alike <laughs> yeah it's a european okay, choice me, you gotta smell it <laughs> yeah i've tasted these before smells like engelman <laughs> <laughs> yeah right <laughs> uh. That'd be crazy though if, if Joe started doing that where he sniffed. Oh yeah, this is log forty-five. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, what is that? How you? Started again. I little... forgot where I started on the first. Anyway. It's all good. Just get a good taste. No worries, man. No worries. It gets mm. it gets better. See, it would have been ruined anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. Buzz, buzz, compressor, and then rat. Yeah. <laughs> and then hey. the electricity is going to be going to have rats. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Field mice. They, they cook Italian food at night for us. <laughs> hey, is it? Was that in spaghetti? my people? You know, I was, because I was telling Jen, like, Oh, um, can you get me some humane traps? And she's like, "Oh, you saw Ratatouille too many times. Oh, you won't kill a mouse." I'm like, "It's ah. like no, because I'm a because I'm a yeah, loving I don't human being. You know, I, too many times when I've had to deal with the traps, it's just like f-ing gross. It's like you know what I mean. It's like you don't mm-hmm. want to see death that close, yeah. <laughs> smashed brains and all that. 
That's not a good sign. And by the way, no rats or mice were harmed in the making of this video. <laughs> uh, for the record, there were never any mice or uh, Before. any kind of animals in here. Until next week, or last week. Actually, they I never saw them in this room ever until that, what was it? Pizza or whatever got <laughs> opened up in here, and I think they came across the wall. Yeah, they were, they were like running in the behind Aaron. The that time. little secret maybe, underground tunnel system going on. Maybe they here. came with Aaron. Oh, so they were rat packing. Oh, <laughs> he's like the leader. <laughs> no, I have this weird image in my head just now. You know, we were just talking about um, how when when we get our our space where we're all gonna have this entire thing in in one place, how we'll have like a lesson program area too, and Aaron can run that. You know, yeah, you guys can be really take certain there. lessons, but like he he can you know run that thing. Bring it all back together. Yep. It's coming back. All right. I don't, I don't know what I'm saying. big fan of cedar what what aspects did you like from both um <clears throat> the the overall mid and low end response of the cedar just had more of a full sound this the clarity and the the, the balance of clarity it wasn't too too bright and that's what i like about colas they're never too bright it does have a touch more sparkle on the highs though right yeah I really like the sound of the cedar too, but in my mind, I also know like a year from now, yeah, that spruce is gonna have a lot of the qualities that I like about that cedar, and then some. You know. It's more of like if you're gonna get something with a spruce top, you're getting something that's gonna age and mature much, much further than a cedar would. Yeah, you like know? with a cedar, it's just. It, it doesn't really change much, mm. right? I, I spoke to a lot of builders and they said that cedar will open up quicker, but then it also stops aging, you know, after so so many years. Yeah, and part of me just like wants it right away, you know, it's like, yeah, not, not looking to like, <laughs> do I want to have no? the exact sound <laughs> in a year? Well, I'm, I'm happy with my custom ukulele, like after 10 years of it aging, but no I do nah, and it's, it's and it's not like, I mean that's a, I I love the sound of that spruce. Like it has some qualities that the cedar didn't have in terms. Yeah. Of, mm -hmm. One more time. Let me just. Yeah. Let's. Let me. Let me do a little handoff for you. Yeah. So. I think if like you switch the uh, alohi set on the spruce top to a mahana, I think that might work better. I always felt that like the titanium sets work nice with the cedar. Mm. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's how you can probably because then sometimes get the tone. there's like times the where you can even have a fluorocarbon set and still not be like yeah, not bright. too bright. Yeah, but I think if you're gonna put like a low G on it, any the of overall them, feel like when you open these open, uh, play these open chords like the the C and uh, E string, I can feel it ringing. In Clarity on this one is like, dang. I would have to buy both of them. <laughs> okay, I couldn't choose. Right. I would have to buy both. I feel like we're like wine tasters, but. We taste the ukes. <laughs> well, I, I do at least. I taste wine too. <laughs> wine tastes good. I don't actually, I don't, I don't know. Like, I've had expensive bottles of wine and I'm like, yeah. yeah <laughs> tastes good. I, I, you know, like when it comes to scotch, you can taste the difference. Yeah, but yeah, like when yeah. it comes to wine, there's like a limit to how sensitive my tongue can be. You know, like. All right, my favorite wine is a bottle of decoy cab. Oh, yeah. It's not too expensive. It's only like, you know, 23 bucks. I usually just go for like a bottle of Pinot. Like, um, you know, and I, I can't spend more than 20 bucks on a bottle of wine because I won't really know the difference. But it's yeah. like that for Ukes. Like for some people, it's like if they can't hear the difference in a $200 you can this then just yeah. like get the 200 you just <laughs> just get what makes but you happy man. sometimes it's like better you can't tell because like you you'll be happy with something that doesn't cost you an arm and a leg you know yeah but i get joy out of this you know I mean, but being able to tell yeah. you know there's fun in that also yeah there's i mean i've come across a, a ton of people who just just don't want to take the time to even appreciate like this, this level of, um, you know, Luther. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, I'm fine with my my two hundred dollar call. I was like, yeah. if, if you yeah, whatever. But I mean, people have to work within their budgets and that sort of thing, so it's understandable. Yeah. yeah. But then, they're always just like, yeah, I can't, I can't tell the difference. Sounds good to me. It's like, yeah, it's, uh, I guess I if mean, it sounds well, good. To you, and some people it's all that make because like we've been playing for a while, like anything will sound good, but like. For something that doesn't naturally sound good, we actually got to try harder, you know. Oh yeah, and there's uh, a point to where you can't sound good. <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, it's like I mean, we've had once you get to like the Watermans, it's just like you can do. I mean, you can strum some stuff, but it's like how how good can you really sound? Yeah. Oh, that's so hard. Like yeah. you, you know, like. But you know, we've done sound samples where you know we get a ukulele that just. We couldn't record it, you know, because there's something... <laughs> the action is too high. Yeah, but it, like that, uh, you know? kind of feel like maybe back then I just had sissy fingers and I didn't play enough to where... Um, but like, you know, intonation issues and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, like, like for me, I couldn't... Like the reason I would, you know, screw up on a few samples is because the action is just too high and it wasn't, you know, used to... Like now, I guess with the experience that we have so I can just pick up any uke in it like it, I'll just you know make it work, make it work. But, <laughs> yeah but it took time yeah a lot of time for yeah, sure it's, it's not like we're just like we're naturally like this yeah. we, it's definitely more inspiring when it's easy but, yeah. and when you get to pick up an instrument like this and you realize like how how much less you gotta try hard you yeah. know try to make it sound good because it's just you don't just, even need to hold a chord it's just butter <laughs> it's just like Oh, cool. Yeah. Yep. Like, even in these ukuleles are, like, they project really, really well. One thing I love about having a loud ukulele is that you don't have to play hard. Yeah, you don't ever have to try to squeeze tone. Yeah. Like, some people don't like loud ukuleles because it's too loud. And in my opinion, just don't play hard. Yeah, <laughs> just know? be just, more delicate with it. Like, don't... it sounds great. The softer you play on an instrument, you get this nice medium. I mean, like... You're paying for the, the sound that's going to co come out of this. 
Yeah. And, and being able to just enjoy the natural... Like, I, if I had my choice, like, I wish I could play everything in this volume. Because it's, it's, it's not too bright or harsh. It's, yeah, it's, it's just the right, right there. volume. Yeah, but you go heavy, you go harder for the effect of... Yeah, sometimes I will, because, like, you want to kind of drive it a little bit. But also, you know, like, as a performer, <laughs> you know, it's hard to play really, really fast and play super, super, like, soft at the same time. Oh, right, right, right. And sometimes you gotta... So it's almost like, what, does speed, like, uh, go along with the... With volume, you know, in a way. Yeah. Um, but also, too, if, like, you, you have people that hear to, you know, they're expecting a show and they want to, you want to have, like, dynamics from song to song, then you got to have your loud songs, you got to have your soft mm. songs. And, you need uh, an, an instrument that can that can deliver that kind of yeah. performance. And almost. naturally, I like to play ballads, you know, more than all this fast technical stuff. And then that's the kind of music that'll show off. The tone more the tone, accurately. yeah, and the instrument. What over twenty years of of Koalao custom building has brought I, him I to that. these instruments, and it's like full circle because they're really not much different than the first ones that him and my dad designed. Um, I mean, the specs are almost the same, but it's like he's just refined it so well. And Ryan's such a master finisher too, so it's like these are just on another level. Like that that tag team that they have down there is it's pretty pretty epic. There was a little while there where like the employees kept taking the coal outs that would come through. It, I'd be like, okay, well, we got to make money on some of. <laughs> I remember I asked you if I, I could pick up that one coal out tenor, and you thought it was that one coal one, the the T one hundred. Oh. And you're like, oh yeah, just you know, do this many sound samples. It's like, okay, and then. I brought it out one day and you're like, that call out? I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> it was like that Spruce Rose <laughs> would see us. Like, like, oh, oh dude, you got to tell me. He's like, oh, I thought we were talking about the same one. You're like, no, I was talking about the call one. I was like, sorry, but yeah. That... Did you do like sound samples for a year? <laughs> it was about. Yeah. But uh, the 52 sound samples Aaron did for the Collins guitar, that was... That was epic. That was fifty lessons or something. Right? He never finished it. <laughs> we only, we only got halfway. You owe me, Aaron. <laughs> nah. Knowing Aaron, not he really. would pay you back. No, no, I mean, it's uh, it's not about anything I would want money from. It's just like lessons, which he's he he'll freely give anyway, you know. But it's just and it's like time. how well the the podcast went. It's like you can still get that second half of them out of it. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Like, hey, man, I I don't even have to bring that old stuff up. Yeah, just just be like, hey, just keep track. Be like, twenty. Why are you bringing up old videos? shit?
Yep, I picked the cedar one. After hearing it from this uh, perspective, I think I would, I would pick the spruce. Actually, Bruce? wait. What? I mean the cedar. Sorry. Flip flop. Can I say? Try it again. Try the first chord. Just the the intro melody. Yeah, that uh, the low end I get you get from the cedar is uh, I, th I think Let's I like it better. Wow, that was the first time I've ever seen that. Yeah. <laughs> that was the very first time wow. I've ever seen you wow. screw up during a sound temple. He's... Actually, I've done it a bunch of times, but you weren't around. <laughs> <laughs> it was just me and Andrew. <laughs> part, part of his programmed alien technology is to make a mistake once in a while. All right, oh, yeah. Watch off. No, no. <laughs> That's it's, my training week. <laughs> It was written into the algorithm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't. Perfection will give it away. Every every thirty six days, in, in particular, they'll make one mistake. Yeah, I like the, the the spruce. I like it better for this song. I just think like I I mean I I, I like the qualities of, of the cedar too, but I almost feel like for for a piece like this to have less coloring in the middle. Yeah, and a little you, bit you more sparkle clarity. on those highs. Yeah, that I like that that better. It doesn't have that uh, that mid range ukulele sound that you get. That yeah, um, I don't know something something about the sound of the spruce with that piece, you know. But it depends on. Maybe even the song. Um, yeah. But yeah, let me do a little hand you back and forth. Okay. With the, the cedar top, it has that... that. 
do something kind of a different style now. That little back and forth. That's what it is. It's that sparkle. That's like really nice. Cedar top first. Yeah, this one has that. that <laughs> it's definitely warmer. That This being a cedar top, it still has a good amount of sparkle to it, but not yeah, it's not, not overly as, not as like... much as this. This one is good for yeah, nice and clean. I think I like the overall uh, note separation from the cedar top. <laughs> Do you think the this one sustains a little bit better? A little bit. The sound samples. Like slow stuff and ballad, or like, I mean, or even like, yeah, jazz chord. Uh, oh, yeah, it hits that. It the, is, it's, it's really warm and just like it pops, you know, in a good way. Yeah, it really, it's not it, too harsh on that. It doesn't hit that that high mid frequency at all. That like sound. that nasally kind of sound. Yeah, I mean, I had a cedar koa pull out for four years I ended up having to sell it but um the cedar top cola is a good thing oh, oh but then the, the clarity and the note separation you the, get from yeah, the cedar this top would be more I mean it's spruce like, top um good for campanella definitely mm, Oh, it's yeah, definitely. I like them better on on the spruce top model. I almost feel like if in a recording studio, the engineer would probably want to work with something that sounds mm -hmm. like this. Like, just to be honest. Um, I don't know what it is. I guess because their, their frequencies are a little bit more adjustable, I guess. You know, like if you want to warm it up, you can always warm it up. But having that more clarity in a yeah. studio environment, because if you're going to add like guitar, bass and, and piano. It has, it has can, a cut through, right? Yeah, yeah, that can like make everything muddy, but... You know, I do like the warmth of the cedar. As uh, a solo instrument. As a that, solo, yeah. like what I would use to perform on stage. But I would probably use this in the studio, you know. Kind of similar to your cedar kamaka. So. Yeah, kind of like that. Whatever happened to that one? Is I it still got it. You, you don't play it that I often. I do. Oh. But I was, I was like, I kind of rotate between that and my custom. Oh, uh, I love them both equally. <laughs> Actually, that custom one is more sentimental. Yeah, the, but yeah, I yeah, love yeah. that cedar ukulele. Dude, I love this baritone. <laughs> Put that re-entrant baritone into it. Oh. Wow, it comes comes through well. Sounds beautiful. In the, in the headphones.
It's been a long time since we had a, a Koalau baritone, and oh man, when I first played it, like even though like <laughs> I t- it's the last thing I should be thinking, but in my mind I'm like maybe I could just keep this one. <laughs> <laughs> That's why when you when I when we well, put you, it on the case, I was just like oh. you did sell off two of your yeah, other. No, I'm gonna sell it, but it's oh, I love just it. listen to that sustain. It's just like. playing two chords yeah you could i could i could do the whole sample with two you could chords calm an angry dog with this <laughs> instrument. or gather a, a a large herd of cows and they would gather around you and enjoy Hi- hyenas would <laughs> come and sing along <laughs> five-star hotel commercial um, <laughs> in, in the in back of my head yeah. just Welcome playing to paradise nice drum come shots. and enjoy yeah. come enjoy play play what you're playing in. come experience heaven and earth the new <laughs> shores of Wailea or something like that <laughs> is that even a real place experience. You know, they're looking for a, a, another person to write that jingle. So if you have a really good one, you can submit it to... Uh, Our string for the wedding oh. ring song. sounds sweet yeah it's for everything like this is like a 
has such a guitar kind of sound to it, a classical guitar that you don't get from um, most baritones. Yeah, and with with all three of these, you know, there's there's a quality that you don't get in a any factory made instrument that you get when you have a master builder like Noah doing it, you know, and uh, that's why they're a little bit more expensive, but it's worth it. You can, yeah, I mean, you know, you can only get so much in the videos as far as, uh, you know, holding it and playing it, the experience. That's part of it too. you get all the way up the fretboard is pretty intense because you don't lose a lo any volume up here maybe a little bit of sustain but... actually that's one of the things i notice about most baritones is when you play higher up it kind of gets a little muddy but with this one it's, uh, there's something different about it <laughs> if you guys had brought like a bottle of whiskey or something this time then he could have pulled it off <laughs> oh tomorrow's is close <laughs> no that's probably all for the better <laughs> yeah i know right It's just noodling fading in the background. <laughs> it's like all shredding. I'm so grateful that I get to record <laughs> you guys, though. You know. Oh, I was playing it on my and, tenor and last night. I'm trying with, to match with, the sound. And it's with not instruments working. of this quality. And it is a treat. And for there to be people out there interested in, you know, listening to us and appreciating the quality of the instruments as well. A coroner is spoiled being able to play all this kind of stuff. Oh, man. That's what I love most about this job. <laughs> you know, we, we might not be rich on paper, but we are rich in love. And it's flowing through with these quality instruments. Do I need a baritone now? Yes, I do. Yeah, I get on that baritone train. I have two. Oh, man. <laughs> he is 
like you out in the berry department. But if he gets a cola, I don't have a cola. Yeah, and you know, I'd, I'd be interested in hearing that instrument, like with the set that、um, Joel has made for his Euclogic sets. He's he's done a,、um, I think a, a GCEA with the low G and high G, maybe. I don't know. He, yeah, he did a, a high G, and then I helped him find the Rantrant baritone, the high D G B E. Yeah. So he's got that set for his new sets coming yeah, up. Yeah, I told him it's like if you can create this, because like at first we were like taking strings from different companies and packs, and then finding out what gauges work best. Well, he's gauging the tension himself. Yeah,、now. I mean he's getting all science on <laughs> setting up his house as a laboratory. Or yeah,、something. like knowing how limited time that he has, it's like. Yeah, but he you know Joel. He's crazy. Like he's he doesn't even sleep that much. So、yeah. he's <laughs> he's at home. I just push him under yeah, the lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It runs. No, I, I, mean, I want to take、asleep. cameras over to his house and like capture some of you know what he's doing with it too and stuff. But I'll be I'll be really interested in doing like a full feature video with a bunch of different demonstrations of of his new uke strings. I'm really excited about that. Me too. If 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 we can get like a, because he's been primarily using fluorocarbon, right? Like that's most of his sets. If we can get like a fluorocarbon set that sounds just as warm as like the Mahana, but、Ooh. way more sustained. Oh, I would. That's impossible. That would be. <laughs> you can't do that. You can't. Impossible. You just need, you just need the right gauge. <laughs> So I wonder, could we get maybe something with you grabbing a tenor now, and I'll set up and you guys jam something together? Yeah, that'd be fun. Just do it and end it with something like that.
This is this should be easy. <laughs> Ah, that's a good exercise. Right. Right. Love you guys. And also, happy birthday to the man to behind Andrew. the scenes that makes everything happen. Our good friend, Andrew Gitakis. There we go. Ah, fail, sorry. Oh, <laughs> no, oh. fail, sorry. Oh. Now I, f I don't even remember how the melody goes. <laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Thanks for watching, guys.